Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hello, friend. Welcome back to Self Love for Breakfast. I'm Crystal Rose. And yes, today we are going to get right into a juicy subject I have been wanting to talk about for a little bit. It's some it's a conversation I have with my clients uh pretty often actually. And it's this idea of being realistic, right? Is it being realistic or being negative? Mm. <laughs> so I see see this in the boutique space a lot because I'm pretty involved in there. I also see this in the coaching realm, right? Like it's all the same, I think, across every industry is, you know, the economy is going up and down. People are freaking out. You know, we're post-pandemic and things are very uncertain. And so we are kind of all looking at each other like, what do I do? <laughs> Where do we go from here? What's happening? And especially if you're a business owner, it can be a really, really scary time. And even if you're not, right, things are still very, very uncertain. And I see people reacting to it in in two major ways. Now, the first one is negativity. And it's usually disguised by being quote unquote realistic. Okay. It's the doom and gloom. It's the fire and brimstone. It's the, oh my God, I'm freaking out. Why aren't you freaking out? You should be freaking out. Things are freaking out. Everyone's freaking out, right? It's just as like, ah, like the feeling in my body when I even say that is like really anxious, right? It's just like this fearful place. Or it's just be positive. Things are going really great for some people. So like know that it can go great for you too, blah, 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 right? Like, so it's like this lack of acknowledgement of what's actually going on. And the actual reality is there are people struggling and there are people crushing it. There are people on both sides of the spectrum. And in an economic downturn or in economic uncertainty, sometimes it can go either way, right? It's not down in the dumps for everybody and it's not up in the clouds for everybody. There is going to be a range and there's always going to be a range, even when things are supposedly great, great, great. So we really are walking the line in a space like this between toxic positivity, right? (laughs) So toxic, toxic positivity and being toxic negativity, right? Being negative about the situation. And in my personal and professional opinion, I don't think either is the correct way to go. Now I lean towards the positive side, right? Um, But I really want to break this down for you about what it means to be realistic what it means to be negative, what it means to be uh, toxically positive, and where I feel personally is the best place to be in the midst of all this. So first off, I just want to acknowledge 
how freaking hard it is when things aren't going well for you, right? Um, how hard it is to be positive. Ooh, <laughs> it is so difficult to look towards the sunshine when you feel like you are being dumped on by torrential rain, okay? Like, let's all have a moment of love for that because it freaking sucks when everything sucks and you're supposed to just what be positive why how right how am I supposed to be positive when I'm freaking out you know this is happening to me that's happening and there's no end in sight there's no light at the end of the tunnel um getting out of that is extremely difficult and the advice of just be positive is not helpful it's not helpful at all. And so I think oftentimes people who are struggling start feeling bitter when they see posts and they see people like, you know, blowing flowers up everyone's butts with all of this quote unquote positivity. Now, I'm not saying that those people who are being positive are wrong because they very well could have gotten there in an extremely helpful a healthy way and and not bypassed. However, when they're giving advice, it tends to come off bypassy. It tends to come off like just you just be positive and everything will be fine. And that does not feel helpful to someone who is drowning essentially. And sometimes you're drowning in 2 feet of water. Sometimes it feels way worse than it actually is. And you're just not standing up. Okay. So let's put that out there as well. Now, people who are struggling, it seems like there's this desire to commiserate, right? Like we don't want to struggle alone. We want other people to validate our experience. This freaking sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Me too. Oh my gosh, things are so bad. Yes, me too. Right. And so like, we want that. We want to feel like we're not alone because, oh my gosh, if we're alone, then it might be me. (laughs) Right. Like, oh no, if there aren't other people to validate what I'm going through, then my biggest subconscious fear is, well, then maybe it's just me and we can't handle that. So we look for the people who are experiencing the same thing we are, and we are pissed off at the people who are happy-go-lucky, sunshine, flowers, unicorns, roses, all of that, right? We're pissed. We're like, this is, you're toxic, (laughs) okay? Now, getting deeper into this, right? This person may not necessarily be negative. They might believe that they're just, they're just, being realistic. They're just speaking on reality. Okay. Which sure. When we look around at our external circumstance and we name it, this is what's happening in my world. What happens at a deeper level is something that most people do not understand. We tell our subconscious more, please. When we harp on what's here, good or bad, indifferent, whatever, when we are so insistent on speaking it, on complaining, on talking about it, on being in it, we're going to get more of it because we're telling that part of our brain 
that we're here. This is our experience. Yes, please. Let's keep doing this. This is what I want because we're so focused on it. Okay. So what does being realistic do for you? Really think about it. When you're being quote unquote realistic about the situation, about the economy, about, you know, what's going on. Okay. And now what? You've been, you've been realistic. Yay. Okay. Now what? How does that help you to get out of the circumstance that you're not happy with? You were realistic. You're being realistic. You're continuing to be realistic. Great. Now what? Do you want to stay here or do you want to get out of it? Now, if you don't want to get out of it, then fine, stay here. That's fine. Sure. But when you're in this space, right? When you're in this realistic space and the real reality is not what you want, right? It's it's essentially, it's negative, right? It's not what you want. And when you are so focused on what you don't want and it's here and you are living it, you tend to stay here. You tend to stay stuck. Because you were so, so focused on what is going on. Okay. And that can feel very negative because it's not what you want, right? If you're living the life that you want and you're super focused on the life that you are living and everything is great, well, then you're going to come off positive. But if you're being really realistic and focusing on this life that you do not want and the things that you're getting are not what you want and it kind of sucks and you're frustrated and you're upset and you're scared, well, you're going to keep getting more of this. Because when you are scared and when you're in this space, the decisions you make are not going to be made out of love. They're not going to be made out of abundance. They're going to be made out of fear. They're going to be made out of scarcity. So when you're scrambling around like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Oh, I should do this or I should do that. I should do this. And nothing is working. That's why nothing is working. Because the energy you're putting into your actions is yucky. It's fear-based, okay? And people are instantly repelled by that energy. We are energetic creatures. I mean, you guys can, you know, believe it, not believe it or or whatever, but we can feel each other's energy. If you've ever been like, oh, I'm an empath and I feel other people's emotions. Well, yeah. And guess what? They can feel yours. <laughs> okay. So when you're out there in the world and you're making decisions based in fear and you're scrambling and you're trying to make stuff work and you're so, so scared and you're worried, you're going to get more of that. Because you're not coming from a place of excitement, abundance. Your energy is not like, okay, this is what I want. I'm moving towards what I want. Your energy is focused on on what you don't want. I want. I don't want this, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna do this. 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 Okay. Instead of you know what, I want that, and so I'm going to move towards that in a way that feels good. I'm going to show up for that. And when something goes wrong on your way towards the thing, you're not just like crumpling into a ball and being like, I knew it wouldn't work, right? We've got to have staying power for yourself. You have to have trust in yourself because you've made it this far. You've been through some shit, okay? You've been through a lot. And you're standing here today, having gotten through the other side. And maybe things didn't happen the way you planned them. Because you know what? Guess what? Newsflash, it never does. You don't get to decide. 
You don't get to choose exactly how things go and how it happens. You just don't. You make plans, God, universe, source, whatever laughs at you, right? But you're here. You've not only survived, I'm going to use this term that one of my clients actually coined and I love it. You've surthrived. You have surthrived. You made it here. And you're doing okay. I know it may not feel like it. It may feel like you're drowning, but you're doing better than you think you are. You always are. You're doing better than you think you are. Now, for the happy-go-lucky positivity people, okay, I'm just going to say this. You're not doing anything wrong, okay? You're fine. You're doing you. I get it, right? Because it's scary, right? It's scary to get into the negativity and to fall into it. And so being positive is what you've got. I get it. And it's not wrong, but it's missing a step. And that step is to let yourself have your feelings. <laughs> if you're scared, if you're sad, if you're worried, letting yourself have a, have a moment to like freak out, like just lose it, right? Like cry, scream into pillows, you know, punch a pillow, you know, go do a rage room, whatever it is. But then, then, once you've moved through it, once you're like, I, I had this emotion, I felt the emotion, I moved through it. I'm not attaching a story to it. That is the important part. My realistic friends is not attaching a story. You get to have the feeling, you get to have the emotion, but going off in the, oh my gosh, and then this is going to happen. And then what if this happens? And this is always what happens to me, and da, 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 right? That's the story. We need to release that. Have the emotion, feel the emotion, move through the emotion. And then let's shift into something higher. Let's shift into that positive mindset. And it's not necessarily like a fake mindset. It's about what do I want? What do I want? Okay. It's very different from positivity. What do I desire? What do I want? What would feel so, so good? And letting yourself see it, imagine it, visualize it, feel it, smell it, taste it, all of the things and really be in it. Let it feel so good in your body and knowing it's not here right now. I'm not where I want to be. It's over there and I'm going to get there. And this is how I'm going to get there. What is the next step that feels good? That would feel exciting and do that. If you are in your worst case scenario anyway, right? Like you're freaking out. Say you're a business owner and you're like, sales are down, things are down, everything's going down the toilet. I only have like two months and then I'm gonna have to close down all this stuff, right? Okay, if you're sitting here in a burning building and this is your worst case scenario, why not try something different and new? Why not do the thing that you really, really wanna do instead of doing all the things based in fear? Why not be like, you know what would feel really good? I'm going to do this because this is going to make me happy. And if we're going down in flames, I'm going to do something that makes me feel good while we're doing it instead of, okay, I'm going to, right? Having this like tension in your body and freaking out and the fear and all the things and nothing's working. And if nothing's working, then why not just do something that makes you happy? Why not try the thing that you've been too scared to try because you were scared of messing it up? But now, I mean, it's already messed up, right? So why not put your energy behind it? Why not put your energy behind the things that feel good? 
if everything feels bad, why not intentionally put your energy behind the things that feel good? I'm not saying you can't be scared. I'm not saying you have to be fake and pretend. Okay. I mean, me personally, I like getting very, very delusional about things. Okay. That's what helps me. When I see something that's very hard and I know it's going to be hard, it's like my brain automatically shifts into, that's going to be so easy. Oh my gosh. I'm going to be so good at that. It's like I, I created this like delusion. I've done this with every business I've ever started. That won't be that hard. <laughs> it's insane. It's totally crazy. But it works. It gets me to do the thing that I'm scared to do because I just believe I can do it. I t- I'm like, oh, I can do that. That's fine. That's easy. No problem, right? And then when I get into the thick of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this was so hard, but I'm already in it. <laughs> I'm already in it. I've already invested. And so I choose to look at where I am going, where I want to go, where I desire to be, how good that's going to feel when I get there. And I try to make decisions based on that. I try to make decisions based on what feels good now. What feels really good? What do I feel like I did before that felt good and worked? Right? If what I'm doing isn't working, if I've tried something and it quote unquote doesn't work, and of course we all have, you know, <laughs> we all have, we say things aren't working when they, they actually might be, right? But it just, maybe it just feels like it's not working. So if I'm doing something, I'm trying something and it doesn't work. Well, then I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it from a perspective of not taking it personally. Okay, why didn't this work? Why didn't this work? Is it because I only did it once? You know, oftentimes, and this happens in business, this happens in careers, this happens across the board with so many things. It's like we pick up a guitar. We've never played guitar in our lives. We pick up a guitar. We strum a few chords. We're like, wow, I suck at this. Like this isn't working. And then we put down the guitar and we walk away. When we expect, what did we expect? We expected ourselves to just like blow it out of the water to like play Slash's solo on November rain, like from memory. (laughs) No, we can't do that. That's not going to happen. Oftentimes we need to keep trying something. We need to tweak. Okay, well, that didn't quite work. So like, what could I tweak in order for this to work? Especially if it feels good, especially if you can get your energy behind it, right? Then it's like, okay, well, what can I do differently this time? Or or how can I track this in a different way? Blah, blah, blah. Now, if you do something that you absolutely hate, you hate doing it and it doesn't work, well, then stop doing it. Why are you even doing it? Because other people said to, that's, in, that's that that doesn't, you don't have to do that. Okay, I'm telling you right now, you don't have to do that. If there is something you are doing that does not feel good, you don't like doing it. And not just, I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, you know, <laughs> you just don't like something if it's uncomfortable, right? But like, I mean, genuinely, it's out of integrity or it just is not in alignment with like who you are and where you want to be, right? Well then, great, don't do it. What's the alternative? you know and and I'll give you an example of of a nuanced difference right so obviously I'm a business owner I'm a coach and a big part of my job is showing up on social media 
no one else can do that for me. That's not something I can really delegate. Sure, someone can make posts and and you know help with emails and things like that. But when it comes to showing my face on social media, like I have to do that. That has to be me, and it has to be done because hello, it's me. <laughs> I am the product, right? So now I can sit here and be like, oh, I don't want to do this. I hate being on social media. It doesn't feel good. Okay. So I have to decide how can I do this in a way that does feel good? Is there a way I can show up? And maybe it's not what the gurus say to do, right? Is there a way that I can show up that feels really good that I can get my energy behind? Or, okay, fine. So if I just don't want to do it, what happens if I just don't do it at all? Well, now I don't have an online presence. Okay. Is that the end of the world? Well, no, if I have an in-person practice, there are other things I can do, right? But if I want clients all over the world, like I currently have, then social media is kind of a necessary quote unquote evil, right? It's something I need to do. So I have to shift my energy around it, period. I have to decide that showing up in a way that feels good to me on a platform or on social media that like I may not always want to do or be a part of, or, you know, maybe sometimes I, I take the metrics to heart, you know, a little too personally. Well, I have to shift my energy around this. I have to decide that me showing up is more important than my uncomfortable feelings around not wanting to. And I have to work through that. Now, And I'll use the boutique world as an example, right? So there's something in the boutique world called live sales. And this is when um, a boutique owner or someone from the boutique will get on camera. They'll show a bunch of different items. Um, You know, they might try them on. They might show them, you know, just on the hanger, whatever, right? And and it's like a show, like genuinely, like there are people who get really excited, women who like line up to watch these shows, okay? And there are there are boutique owners who absolutely smash it. I mean, they just kill it. They crush it on live sales. And there's some that just like don't want to do it or, you know, they're like, oh, it doesn't work because they hate doing it. That's one of those things. It's like you don't have to do that if you don't want to. There's no, you know, you just have to find a different way to show up online. It doesn't have to be a live sale. It could be posts. It could be running ads. You know, some people run ads and then other people don't like that. So it's like there's different ways you can get your energy behind the things. And I think that we need to stop living in this tiny little box, whether you own a business or you don't, or you're, you know, in the corporate space or you aren't, right? We have to stop living in this tiny little box that I have to do it this way because this person's successful and they do it that way. Or that person said this and they do it that way. We have to throw that in the trash and we have to stop and ask ourselves, what would feel really good? If I were living in my dream world today, what would it feel like? What am I doing? And if we follow that, Maybe it's delusional, right? Maybe it's not living in reality because it's not here currently. But I personally would rather live in my desired future and make decisions from that place 
Those are empowered decisions. Those are exciting decisions. Those are passionate decisions. Then make decisions from a reality I don't love or that I'm not obsessed with. If I don't like my current experience, I'm working my ass off to change it. I have my eyes on my vision and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get there. And that means I'm willing to look at my own stuff. I'm willing to work on myself. I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. I'm willing to stop taking things personally that I might take personally. I'm willing to get a job, a side hustle or whatever. If it's a career related situation, I'm willing to do any of those things to keep my dream alive. And if you aren't willing to do those things, that's okay. But know and understand that. So ultimately, negativity is going to breed negativity. So if you catch yourself being negative, if you catch yourself doom and gloom and really like, I'm just being realistic, it's awful, it's terrible, it's fearful and scared, right? If you catch yourself in that space on a regular basis, I would invite you to check yourself. I would invite you to ask yourself, what do I need to do to shift out of this? Because I don't think you're actually processing the feelings and emotions either. I think you're just looping in the emotion and the story. You're looping between your brain and the feelings and the brain and the feelings and the brain and the feelings. And when we do that, we're not able to truly process how we feel because we're in this like fight or flight, like catastrophe, essentially, or this negative feedback loop. And you don't need to live there. You don't need to live there. So I don't think being realistic is a bad thing, but I also don't think it's something we all need to live in. (laughs) I don't live in reality. I live in my desires. I live in where I want to go, where I want to be, how I want it to feel. And my my reality is pretty freaking great. Okay. Like I'll say that my reality is pretty freaking great. And I do live in the present moment because I want more of this. I do. I love it here. But when times have not been, you know, this way, I had to catch myself from sinking. I had to catch myself from drowning in it and to bathe in the bullshit. I had to stop myself because that got me absolutely nowhere. In fact, if anything, it got me in a worse place than where I was. And so I needed to stop drowning in two feet of water and stand the F up and shift my perspective, move through my feelings, do what I need to do, and then shift my perspective to what where I want to be. And then focus on that, not the lack of where I want to be, right? Not focusing on it's not here yet. I'm not there yet. Focusing on this is inevitable. I'm coming for it. And I have been through some stuff, you guys, in my adult life and in my child life. And and it always benefited me not to just be positive because that is literally just slapping a little Band-Aid over a bullet wound. Not be positive, but to know that I am responsible for my emotions and that I am responsible for my actions and that I am the only person who's going to get me to where I want to go. No one is coming to save me. No one is going to drag me there. I have to do it. I have to be the one and I can hire support. I can hire coaches, which I love. I freaking love my coach right now. She's unbelievable, but she's not dragging me along. She's just holding the space, 
holding the container, letting me see and view and feel what's possible and guiding me when I get, when I start drowning in two feet of water. (laughs) And that's what I do for my people. I'm not saving anybody. I work with some badass women. I'm not saving a single one of them, right? But I will point out when they're drowning in two feet of water. I will point out when they aren't taking responsibility, when they're acting entitled, when they're being negative or quote unquote realistic. And I will remind them of where it is they want to be. Because that, my friend, that is the real stuff. Having someone who will tell you when you are not in alignment with your best self, when you are not moving towards that. And having someone who is willing to be honest with you and hold you accountable, that is priceless. When you are on the path of where you want to go, when you have big dreams, when you have big goals, having someone who is willing to sit with you and be like, dude, stand up. (laughs) This is you. This is a you thing. Okay, this is a you thing. I've got you though. I've got you. I'm here. Let's move through this BS so we can get through the other side. Priceless. Oh, I love being back. I'm I'm so happy that that I took a break and came back to this, you guys, because I feel I feel so much more on fire now. Now, now that I'm back. <laughs> so we've got a lot of great things in store for you. I've got some amazing guests coming on, and we are just going to be jamming on subjects a lot like this, um, and just putting out our perspectives. No more interviews. No more of that. Emma was the last one. She's incredible though. I mean, you guys, seriously, if you didn't listen to the last episode, Emma Dunwoody, she's absolutely insanely, amazingly incredible. Listen to her. Listen to that episode if you haven't. But from here on out, we are jamming on the important subjects that you guys want to hear. So if there is anything you want to hear about, go ahead and slide up in my DMs at Excel Rose on Instagram or hit me up on Facebook, Crystal Rose. I love hearing from you guys. Oh, have a beautiful rest of your day and I will catch you on the next episode. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram story, send it to a friend who might need it or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose, and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.